welcome to Two Words with Taku. I am Taku Mbudzi and I'm recording this writing podcast in Melbourne, Australia. This podcast is about storytelling, putting words together and the things that I'm learning as I go along trying to become a TV producer. So at the moment my adventures are taking me absolutely everywhere. So sometimes I spend time literally writing, locked up in a room, just writing, writing, writing. And other times I might be at a school or in a library giving a talk. And then other times I might be on stage and seeing different events. But either way, I write, I love words, I love talking, I love speaking, I love to teach. And so this podcast is just my way to share the things that I'm up to and what I'm doing. In this episode, I'm just going to talk a little bit about what happened yesterday. I was invited to give a talk to a group of 19 emerging filmmakers. They're actually documentary uh, filmmakers, and they're part of YouthWorks' Our Voices project. And I'm going to put a link in the bio and the blog post so you can see some of the stuff that they're doing. But essentially, YouthWorks works with uh, young people who might come from um, disadvantaged backgrounds or who also um, might be more culturally and, and linguistically diverse. Essentially, young people who might be new to Australia or who might be new to different ways of experiencing life in Australia. And then they just work with them to teach them media skills to help them with storytelling. Now, I met the guy who runs YouthWorks at a screen producer's event. So sometimes in my world, I'm going to different writing events, producer stuff. And this particular class was about learning how to take your shows overseas and how to market, you know, your ideas to international platforms and broadcasters, blah, blah, blah. But what happened was I started talking to him about what he does. And then as soon as he said, I work with young people and media, I just, I was like, yes, that is my jam. Anyhow, long story short, I ended up through their organization being invited to come and talk to these young people about storytelling, I guess. And in this episode, I'm just going to talk to you about why I chose to teach them about mind mapping as a way to explore story ideas. I pretty much use mind maps all the time. And this morning, I actually texted my mother to say to her, uh, hey mama, I did this workshop yesterday. I was teaching these young people how to mind map and thank you so much. Out of everything that I think my mother's ever taught me, I told her I think her teaching me how to do a mind map is the most valuable thing ever. More than, I don't know, learning how to cook or how to look after my brothers. I mean, it's the one thing that's always stuck in my mind that, oh yes, my mother taught me this. Um, By the way, side note, my mother's a psychologist and she's also an organizational behavioral uh, consultant, uh, that kind of thing. So her world is psychology. So she used to do a lot of this training and teaching people how to do this. And I think I might've been as young as 10, but she showed me how to use a mind map, which is essentially you pick a main idea and you put it on a piece of paper or you can do it on the screen and then you draw limbs off of that main idea which you've put in a circle and with each one of those limbs you put another idea related to that main idea and then you just you know you can put legs off that one and and, and it just continues until it's just a mad mess sometimes of ideas and I love 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 mind mapping because it helps me visually see all the crazy things that are happening in my mind but also it helps me see different ways of connecting these things that I might not be able to do so within the container of my brain and my head 
so I really, really, really believe in the power of mind mapping. And so it was really quite, quite fun and exciting for me to go into this room of these young people, a lot of them who are newly arrived um, migrants or refugees. Um, and that's the honest truth of their stories. They've, they've had all sorts of experiences, but I went in to show them and to tell them some of the things that I've gone through since moving here by myself from Zimbabwe. But now how I tell my stories in different ways, how I use the podcast, how I use books and writing, how I'm trying to do the TV thing. Um, so it was, it was, it was too much. It was too much joy for starters because I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know, I didn't know much about these young people. And I'd say their ages are probably 18 to 25. So they're, you know, they're, they're still young, but adult enough. And the workshop was run at the Melbourne Polytechnic and we had a really nice auditorium and a nice, you know, setup. And I was able to just share some really simple tools. And then my favorite thing was we had a whiteboard. Now, if you're listening to this episode, you can actually go onto the site and check out the post that I've put in. I've put in um, just a crazy mind map, the last one at the end where I asked the question, who are you? And sorry, it's a bit messy, but you'll probably get the idea. Um, anyhow, I wanted to just go through a couple of the questions that I posed to this room and that we workshopped and that we wrote about and, and hopefully they might help you as well. If you're looking to develop a film or if you're looking at telling a story, uh, if you're even looking to write up a pitch, uh, you know, these questions aren't, you know, really locked in stone as in, they're just meant to be a guide for the kinds of things that you can use as a main idea, which then you you branch off of other ideas and you can sort of see different ways that things could be connected. All right. So the first mind map that I showed them, and again, that is on the blog post, is a squiggly one that I did a long time ago when I was looking to do or present a TED talk. And it was essentially me questioning, what is it that I'm about? What is it that I do? And if you're looking at this mind map now on the website, you'll see that it's got this really mad squiggle. So all that crazy squiggle, uh, that's just how crazy the world is to me. That's the madness of the world, the noise, the, the fear, the, all these horrible things that are happening around us that we, we can't change. That is just the reality of our world. There's a lot of corruption and just not great things. So when I was looking at my TED Talk and I was looking at the work that I do, I almost went, okay, well, those things are a given. I already know that those things are out there. But what can I do? What can I create? What can I speak, teach, write? that then inspires the following things. And so you look at that image and I've started drawing off arms that point off to different things like love, contentment, wisdom, joy, hope, laughter, courage, and peace. And at the middle of that little uh, mind map is a little black heart. And that's the main idea. For me, that heart represents me and my heart and all that I'm trying to do and how I can pull in all these different elements to still be strong and visible within the madness of this world. So that's, that's quite a simplified mind map because then I haven't branched off for all those different things. 
But I show them this to say, this is what I'm about. In everything that I write or I speak, I'm about trying to instill love and hope in this mad world. And then I posed the first question. What makes you angry? What do you want to change? So I told them, write, you know, draw a circle, because we'd given them paper and pen. So draw a circle, and in the middle of that, write what makes you angry. What makes you angry? And so they started writing off different things. Um, you know, one person said war. Another person said, oh, I don't like it when people act like they know what they, they're talking about, but they're not willing to listen to other people. And the room was inc incredible. They just started throwing ideas, and it was great. And one of the examples that we used was Centrelink. So many of them said, you know, sometimes it's frustrating having to deal with Centrelink. So on the whiteboard, I drew a mind map and I started branching off. Okay, so what are the things about Centrelink that might frustrate you or that might upset you? And they threw off things like, oh, you know, the long waits, the lots of appointments. And these became different branches that we then expanded on during the course of the workshop. So I guess that's the first point is when you're deciding what your main idea for this mind map will be, um, yeah, just start with just a simple question and then branch off the things that make you angry. By the time we'd finished this first question, we had at least 10 different things that made people angry. Um, one guy even said love. And I said, what do you mean love makes you angry? But then he explained himself, you know, love is a very complex emotion or complex thing experience and there's good and there's bad so again we were like oh yeah that's a great example and then I said to them the next question I said pick then the one thing you want to focus on and think about who else does that problem affect so for example if it's war who else does that affect if it's the weight lines at Centrelink who else does that affect and draw off the different people who are affected by those things. And again, they did it. So they came up with, um, you know, old people, students, whatever the topic was, they were just throwing out other people who were affected by this particular problem that they had raised. The third question I asked them, and I love doing this with young people, asking them to mind map what they are good at. I asked them, what are you good at? What are your skills, your talents, your gifts? What are you good at? And then sometimes you do get it. Some people don't know what they're good at. So I said to them, what do your friends and your family say you're good at? And then I gave them the example that I'm pretty good at speaking and at writing. I never shut up. In fact, as a kid, I was always, always talking. So that's my gift. I'm really good at that. And what makes me angry? Um, I get frustrated by people who don't want to try. So they don't want to try their ideas or they don't want to listen to something new or they and also I get frustrated by people who are quick to judge or quick to make assumptions about others and box people or box ideas or box situations and through the work that I do all of it I use my gifts of speaking and writing to then try and offer solutions or ways of thinking um, in a new way about those things that I you know find I would like to see changed in the world. Anyhow, these young people, phenomenal. The stuff they threw out was like, wow, you just wouldn't expect it if you don't ask. 
you know, um, we were talking about what are you good at? And I had initially thought, oh, you know, people are going to throw in some technical skills, which they did. Um, some people said, yeah, I'm good at photography and drawing. Uh, and then other ones started to come up, like I'm good at cooking. I'm good at doing makeup. I'm good at, at listening. One girl said, I'm good at just accepting people as they are. And that I was just stumped. It's like, wow, that is a gift. That is actually a gift. And then another person said, I'm really good at convincing people, you know, what's right or what's wrong. So I'm good at making a case for, you know, what's right or what's wrong. And they threw up all these things. And again, I was like, great. So each person got to mind map all these different lists of things that they recognized they were good at. Now, the fourth question was, who needs to see your film? Because these kids are going to be working together in different groups to now produce a documentary. And they're doing this over a series of weeks. And I think they're going to be screening them towards the end of the year, maybe September. I can get back to you on that. But essentially what I was trying to do for them through this mind mapping exercise was to get each and every single person to know exactly what they're fired up about, to know exactly what they're good at, to know exactly who they want to see, their story, their ideas, their magic, before they start sitting in a group to collaborate with other people. And it was really, really interesting what they started to say about who they think needs to see their film uh, or their film ideas. You know, it was things like government officials, it was things like family, friends, teachers, each other. And, and as we started mind mapping collectively as a group, the ideas started to really expand. You could, you could almost, it's hard to, to say, but you could almost feel their brains expanding with like, whoa. Because now as they're throwing me these ideas, I'm now also talking to them, bunching them together. So I'd say something like, oh, okay, so you... A and you B, you're good at this and you're good at that. Imagine if together you do this or you could do a movie or a film like this. And just even within the room, it was great to start having these ideas jump across the room and people were saying, oh yeah, we could do this or we could do that. And that was really delightful because that's what I wanted to do, to plant the seed for each of these people to start really getting excited and just letting these ideas come out of their brain. It was great. <laughs> All right, and then I moved on to question number five, which was, what do you want to learn? And during the course of this workshop, I shared with them pretty much how I wrote a poem called Multiculturalism Isn't a Bad Word, Please Don't Freak Out. And I told them why I wrote the poem, how I wrote it, what's happened with it now and and then I showed them the little video that I made that was animated and I told them that as I was doing that once I realized that I wanted that poem to be for kids to sort of have fun with words and letters and things like that I chose to have the, the video animated but I didn't know much about animation so that's something I had to learn uh, once I knew who my audience was once I knew what I wanted to show and how I wanted it to feel and that was great because I think with all storytelling or with all things that you're making or producing, it, you don't want to just do stuff for the sake of doing it. It's so much more delicious, exciting, engaging, um, amazing, unexpected when you're learning something and you're, and you're curious and you're trying and you're making mistakes. And that's what I asked them. And again, they did those mind maps. 
And it wasn't just about technical skills. It was also, you know, what do you want to learn about the world? What do you want to learn about maybe those situations that frustrate you? For example, you know, could your documentary be something that explores or investigates why? Why are the wait lines at Centrelink so long? You know, why does it take so long? What happens behind the scenes, you know? And it was great to hear how they responded to that and just to really think about, oh, yeah, so even if I'm good at something, it means I can learn better skills about it or I can still be looking at other things that I'm not sure about, but I can, I can go and explore those. And it, it just made me feel really happy to see by this stage, and I think we were an hour in, they were really just engaged and were throwing ideas and we were all talking and laughing. And then the last idea and the last question that I left them with is, what's the best way to spread your idea beyond this film? And I told them about how this poem that I wrote I ended up embedding it within a short story that I wrote and I had a character in my story recite this poem. Then I turned that short story into a radio play and then that radio play I entered it into a podcast competition and then I won that competition and then now I've got a publisher looking to potentially publish that book or that story with me. That's come all the way from me getting fired up about you know, people getting upset about the word multiculturalism or even getting upset about, I guess, you know, things that, that whole thing of spreading fear, you know. So in that poem, I pretty much cut up the word and I, and I essentially just make it a word, you know. It's just a word, you know. It's got 16 letters, it's got syllables, it's got this. And through that whole journey, which has taken about two years, that idea has spread far beyond what I expected. And that was my challenge again to these young people is do not make your stories boring. Think about the ways that you can take this message, this idea, this fire, this passion, your talents beyond this. So, so mind map that. Where can you take it? What different tools or media platforms can you use? Um, you know, what, what kind of things would be engaging? And then that was pretty much the end of the workshop. And by that stage, they all had, you know, eight, three pieces of paper and I could see their mind maps with the colored pens and everything. It was really wonderful. It was really wonderful. And then we were wrapping up and then I just got this last fire because I think, you know, you heard me at the beginning of the episode say that these kids are specifically kids who are maybe re refugees, they're migrants, they've just arrived in Australia, you know, they've got a lot of different things that they've experienced, some of them war, some of them, um, you know, family, you know, families being broken apart, I mean, the list is endless. But I challenged them, I challenged these young people at the end and I said to them, you know, I see it so much in the work that I do, especially with um, young people from diverse backgrounds, is that they always describe themselves as a refugee or a migrant or an African or, or a Christian or whatever first. So that's what they put out first. Hi, my name is Taku. I'm an African and I'm a migrant and I came from Zimbabwe. And I said to them, that's fine, but that's not your story you know, that's probably not the way you want to introduce yourself. And so I drew this mind map or I was challenging them to come up with ideas, to come up with stories that are first of all about the art or about the humanity or about the idea 
and then all their cultural heritage and the experiences and where they've come from is secondary, as in that's what helps back up their story or their narrative. So I challenged them, I said, introduce yourselves as pioneers, as catalysts, as sparks, visionaries, dreamers, artists, creatives, creators, you know, pioneers, entrepreneurs, like use those words first. Because what that does is it captures the imagination like, whoa, you know, this is somebody we want to listen to, we want to hear from. And they're one of us. Because I was saying to them, for example, with me now, I introduce myself as a writer and I, and I walk and move around those, those circles as a writer because I'm trying to find my fellow artists, my fellow wordsmiths, my fellow lovers of story. And it's just incredible how that changes your narrative and how people receive you and also how you receive others because it almost equalizes us. So when I go to the Writers Guild's meetings, when I'm in the Facebook group with all these women writers, you know, it's about the writing first. Like, oh my gosh, we love this art form. We love this. We're passionate about it. Oh, but by the way, let me tell you a story about when I was growing up in Africa. Let me tell you about this experience that's, that's now really adding depth and value to that original art form or that original passion. And that's the mind map that you see squiggled a bit roughly there at the end. That's what I left them with. I said, what you have lived and experienced, your heritage, your culture, where you were born, all of that stuff, that is, that is your magic. That is your magic. And that is where your money is. And that is where your success is. But it's, it's not necessarily the story. And... Uh, I hope that makes sense. I, I really hope that makes sense. Uh, but they seem to get, they, they really understood it. And it was kind of nice at the end. As a speaker, you always want just a little bit of validation that you haven't bored them to death. But at the end, they were coming up and they were taking photos of that mind map um, on the whiteboard, all of them. And then they were really eager to take a selfie and some photos. And I even got some cuddles. Which is, look, if you work with teens or young people, you know sometimes that whole thing, is, it's, not always, <laughs> it's not always the case that they want to hang out with you. But afterwards, I just felt like, oh, they got it and they received it. And now I am beyond excited to see what ideas they come up with, especially now that I've planted the seeds that not just for this, for filmmaking, it's the same for applying for a job. It's the same um, with, you know, I don't know, trying to date someone even, you know, if you need to write a dating profile, if you need to write a, a media release, mind mapping just helps get, get all your ideas onto one page as, as crazy or as mad as they are. And then you're able to filter through and come up with something a bit clearer uh, before you then progress onto the next stage, whether that's writing or producing, whatever it is. So that, yeah, that's, that's all I wanted to share today that I am really excited to have shared this really simple tool that I use all the time, all the time, as in all the time. And it feels nice that it was helpful to some people and I can't wait to see what magic they come up with. All right, well, you've been listening to Two Words with Taku. If you have any questions, any ideas, want to see um, what I'm up to, you can contact me via my website, taku.com.au, or on Instagram and Twitter, I am at Taku Speaks. And on Facebook and YouTube, I am Taku TV. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a fabulous day.